Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of The Way. I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen and to lean into what God has to say today. And I'm believing that God will continue the good work that he has started in you because I sure know that he is doing one in me. But before we jump into it, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, O Father God, because you reign over us all. We thank you, Lord, because you have saved us. We thank you, Lord, because you sent your son. We thank you, God, because you speak to us through your word. And it is because you love us that you do all of this, even though we don't deserve it. Lord, I pray for each and every single person who will be listening to this podcast, that you touch their hearts, that you soften their hearts, oh, Father God, that they hear your voice and that they answer the call, oh, Lord. And may you continue to do the good work that you have started in them and in me. Bless this podcast, bless this episode, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, this pandemic. (laughs) Um, I'm sure many of you, including myself, have had a hard time. Um, And I'm speaking in relation to relationships. So that can be between family, friends, coworkers, and even maybe your relationship with God. And with the time that we have at home, maybe you've thought that, you know, some things would kind of come together, that things would improve because you get to spend more time with each other. And that could be with your spouse, with your children. Uh, Maybe you live with friends or, you know, um, roommates or even your parents and siblings, but it hasn't kind of, you know, turned out the way you thought. And it's funny because 2020, so we're in the year 2020, and eye doctors refer to 2020 as having perfect vision. And in many ways, this year has forced us to open our eyes and to really see the truth of these relationships. And seeing the truth of these relationships has probably caused you to feel crushed, to feel desperate, to feel alone. Because I know that's happened to me. And... When you see this, I mean, it can really affect your everyday life, just how you kind of go about things. Maybe you feel like, you know, now that you're home and you're surrounded with your family or your friends that you that you feel like you have to hide who you really are. You have to hide how you really feel so that others stay happy. Maybe you put on a fake smile to make sure everybody else is comfortable, even though you're not. Or maybe you are surrounded with people who you think you should be comfortable with speaking to, but you're not. Or maybe you just want some time to be alone. You just want some time to collect yourself without having to answer to the demands of your kids or your spouse or other family members. Maybe you are alone and you want more people around you, people that you can be completely transparent with. And, you know, many of these feelings that we have, we have to understand that they're temporary, yes, but some of the ways that people I know, including myself, have chosen to escape is not healthy. You know, maybe when you feel trapped or you feel alone, you cry yourself to sleep or you drown yourself in like alcohol or watching, you know, nonstop Netflix to kind of escape the world in real life or, you know, you smoke weed and you're high all the time. But... These past two weeks, we've been talking about discovering who God is. Last week, we talked about 
God revealing himself as a never changing God and how that brings us comfort because that means that we, with his promises for us and how he feels about us, will never change. If you haven't listened to that, please do. But this week, with everything that we may be feeling about these relationships, I want to bring up another uh, another verse, uh, a verse that, sh- that is a testament to another characteristic of God. And that is, God, the Lord is my comforter. Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those crushed in spirit. We have a God who is close, who is ready to answer the call when you do feel like your heart is broken, when you feel like you can't be real with the people around you, when it feels like your soul has been violated, when your spirit feels like you can't go on any longer. He is there and he is ready to answer your call. And when you when you call on him, maybe he, not, he may not physically hug you, but God sends his spirit in the name of Jesus when you cry out to him. That's what he says in John 14, 26. And I mean, throughout this whole year, at a certain point, I felt like I was not allowed to feel any way or act in any manner that makes somebody else upset. Basically, I had to put on a face so that even though everybody else might be okay, I wasn't to make sure that that's that's how it stayed. And it's so exhausting to keep up that facade. And there were times when I would cry silently in bed because like many people out there, I am dramatic, (laughs) but also because in times of pain, you know, a lot of us choose to suffer alone, but God reminded me, God heard me crying. And at that moment, he reminded me that he is close. He knows my broken heart and that he is my comforter. So let's look at the definition of comfort. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it is to bring strength and to hope and bring hope too. The definition of comfort is also to ease the grief and trouble of or to console. So these two definitions, they don't speak to a situation being rectified or, um, you know, uh, a problem being solved, but it does talk about comfort that is brought, that introduces an element to your soul, to your spirit that you cannot muster or that you do not possess anymore. That, and that, and that, uh, that strength, that hope, that, that cons- consolation will carry you through and bring you peace. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That means when your mind is consumed, when you feel shaken, when you're disappointed, and you have no place to turn, nobody to talk to, and even if you do have somebody to talk to, God is always there. He is ready to bring you peace. And, um... You know, God saves those crushed in spirit, according to the verse that we read earlier in uh, Psalm 34, verse 18. And by saving you, he saves you from those thoughts that consume you when you don't know how to move forward or when you want to abandon the world and hide. He saves you by sending his spirit, 
his spirit that gives you a peace, a peace that you shouldn't have because maybe your situation hasn't changed. But the difference between before you call on him and after is that God is there. And when God steps into your situation, you now have the mind of Christ. Now, you may be wondering, how come all of a sudden I have the mind of Christ when I feel crazy, when I feel like I just cannot catch a break, when I am just spinning in circles and I can't tell anybody? Well, let's go back and look at what John 14, 26 says. And this is the amplified version. It says, but the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, basically Jesus' name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. So when God steps into your situation, when you need comfort the most, you have the mind of Christ, because when you call on him, the Holy Spirit that God the Father sends in the name of Jesus, will help you remember everything that he says in his word. And you know that when you're feeling down, when you're feeling out, a lot of times we just want to wallow in our pain, in our suffering. Sometimes we even think about things that make us want to cry more. Like, why? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why it makes us feel better. But when you call on the name of Jesus, he reminds you of his promises, of everything that he says in his word. That's what his Holy Spirit is there for, to remind you of the goodness of God, to remind you of who God says you are and of who he is and what he says he can do. So if we go to Psalm 34, verse 4 to 7, it says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. That's amazing. He basically waits. He waits for you to call on him. And when you do, he delivers you. So you're probably asking... Okay, so if God is so close and he's just waiting, why doesn't he just step in and do it? Well, let's think about it this way. Let's say that you you fell. I mean, I don't know if you're, you're probably an adult listening to this, but let's say that as a child you fell, right? And maybe you were there with a parent, a grandparent, whoever your guardian was. You fell and your parents saw you and they're looking at you. Now, some parents, myself included, I may not run right to you when you fall. I want to see how you're going to handle this. But if you call on me as your mom, I'm going to come and I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to remind you, I'm going to reinforce in your head that everything is going to be okay, that you are okay, that you will heal and that, you know, maybe this boo-boo you have will not always be this painful. But through that time, I'm going to change your bandages. I'm going to wash your knee. I'm going to put some antibiotic cream on there. And you're going to feel, maybe I might even kiss your boo-boo. I don't know. If it's bloody, I'm not going to do that. But you get the point, right? You're going to feel better. And it's the same way that God works to bring his comfort. God is not just going to step in whenever something happens because he gives us the choice to call on him. That is what our free will is. 
we know that we have God, but a lot of times we choose not to call on him. Why? Maybe because we think we can do it on our own. But when God comes in, he brings a strength and a consolation that you don't have. And that's what he wants for you. He wants you to call on him so that you can know his presence, so you can know his love. You can know what he can do for you and rely on him. And that's what brings him glory. And you know, we may never understand why we've gone through what we've gone through or how to make a situation go away or how to improve, you know, whatever's going on with us. But the point is that God is always ready and willing to work on our behalf and he will answer your call and bring you comfort through his Holy Spirit who brings you peace. He is healing and working behind the scenes always. And we, we shouldn't keep this comfort to ourselves. I'm here to bring to you the comfort that God has been to me throughout this week. We have to share this, this with others because the good news of Jesus Christ is that he came to seek and save us. And he died on the cross because of that. His work is done. And now we have to, you know, work and believe that what he did on the cross is what he can do for others. And maybe there are many of you out there who still don't know who God is or you don't believe, or maybe you're just a little bit skeptical. Well, if you're hearing this, I encourage you to try for yourself, to call on the name of Jesus, call on him and see what he can do for you. And when he does it, because I know he will, that is who God is. He will do it because he is God. Share with other people what you've been through. Show them who he is. Tell them. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5 says, Praise be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that when we so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. You may not know it, but your story and is a, is a testimony. The comfort you receive is a testimony. That testimony helps others' hearts soften towards God. They let him in a little bit more. So if you had had any trouble and God has stepped in and saved the day, he has saved your crushed spirit he has healed your broken heart let others know so they know that this is not the end they don't have to commit suicide you don't have to there is a God who loves you and he has a work that he's doing in you and your story is a testimony and you should still be here maybe you just feel like you need to check out or or you know you drown yourself in drinking all the time it may numb you now but being numb does not mean that the problem goes away you have to face it but there's a God who will stand with you and give you strength and give you peace while he is fixing that situation we have a God who is a comfort bringer he brings you comfort And his name is Jesus. If you 
feel like you need this Jesus in your life, if you feel like before you had not been properly introduced to who God is, I pray that this snippet of who you've heard him to be on this episode causes you to seek him more. And if you want to receive his Holy Spirit and experience the comfort of a God who swoops down and brings you peace as his child when you call on him and you want to accept Jesus as your Savior, I ask that you pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross. And that when Jesus completed his work on the cross, you sent your Holy Spirit to live within me. I ask, O oh God, that you forgive me of my sins and send your Holy Spirit to live within me. Please don't leave me the same way. I ask that you give me your comfort and your peace. I ask God that you reveal yourself to me and that you work deep within me. Change me, O God, from the inside out. Let it not just be behavior modification but a transformation of my heart. Lord, please change my mind, renew my spirit, and give me the mind of Christ. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I praise God because that means that you are now a new creation in Christ. You now have a new life. You are now more than a conqueror whatever situation you are in however you are feeling whoever you are confused that you you know should be right now just know that God he is changing that within you he is working in you and he will reveal to you in due time not only who he is but who you really are who your true identity is in him I thank you all for listening if you have felt a stirring in your spirit today You know, I just know that God is doing what he needs to do through this podcast. So let us pray. Father God, I thank you for everyone listening. I thank you that you bring peace and comfort in each and every one of our storms. I thank you because you are at the ready. You are closer than we ever thought and you save us every time we call on you. Please bless all of those who are listening and may your spirit rest in them and with them in every moment. Lord, fill us with your power and your strength and renew our minds. I bless you and I praise you and I love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you have any questions, if you need prayer, if you just want to talk, if you would like me to send you a Bible, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can do that by sending me an email and that is at theway.20, the word, 20, the number, at gmail.com. That's T H E. I'm sorry, that's T-H-E-W-A-Y dot T-W-E-N-T-Y two zero at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening once again. I love you and have a blessed week.